Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Headstuff Podcast Network. Welcome to Mother Folklore, Last Orders. Podcast out words, Irish. Irish words, word from Ireland, and long goodbyes. I'm Dark O'Shea. I'm Dr. Garodian McAvoy. Yes, get in, girl. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Mayor Patrick Quivoni. Yeah! <laughs> get in, King. <laughs> Fuck, yeah. Everyone's doing so well. We've yeah. got a. We've had some titles bestowed upon us. We have yours, done. <laughs> yours permanent, mine temporary. <laughs> mm. But I would like to point out for all of my family members listening, no, it's not a medical doctor, so calm down. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. But you're not a real doctor, are you? You're not, you can't do a prescription. No, I can't. I can't do a work cert either, you know. <laughs> <laughs> is there a doctor in the house? This, yeah. this, this man is dying. Toshig foil vosh. Oh, you didn't specify what kind of doctor. If you need a, a discussion on the, the socioeconomic of, politics of this, yeah. I'm your girl. But. I'm a doctor of legal oh. studies. So I could probably have a look at his will. <laughs> As a doctor of no, philosophy, um, aren't we all dying? Aren't we all dying the moment we're born? Exactly. As a doctor yeah. of economics, it's like, it's impossible. He couldn't be dying. That wouldn't be in his best self-interest. <laughs> <laughs> Is it like those light bulb jokes? <laughs> yeah. How many Irish mammies does it take to change a light bulb? No, none. It's fine. I just sit here in the dark. Do so myself. I should, there's no help around here. <laughs> How many bass players does it take to change a light bulb? It's all right. The keyboardist can do it with his left hand. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> How many drummers does it take to change a light bulb? I think the machines for that now. Yeah, we've the machines for it now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't one have any one. of those. Sorry. One last one. What is the definition of a gentleman? It's a man who can play the banjo but doesn't. <laughs> I heard that about bagpipes instead of banjos. It has to be bagpipes. Uh, yeah, yeah, bagpipes definitely. I like a banjo. Uh, listen, I like a banjo too, but um, you know, time and place. Yeah, I was just going to say it depends yeah. on the circumstances, actually. <laughs> If you're not sure where you stand on banjos yet, I'd recommend that Steve Martin made a banjo album called The Crow, which is absolutely brilliant. It features Dolly Parton and Mary Black, among other guest vocalists. And apparently when he met Mary Black, people thought of Mary Black as like, oh, I'm worried about meeting this big film star. And he was more worried about meeting her because he respected her music so much. There you are. And that's what I said in Ireland's own in the article about it. (laughs) 
and no word of a lie was ever published in Ireland's own. <laughs> There's a time and a place for banjo. Banjo at a trad session, perfect. Banjo at a Kaylee, could be questionable. Coltus wouldn't be too keen on it. Banjo at a funeral. Depends on whose funeral, though. If it's Ragnall Luke Kelly's funeral, do you know? You want a banjo. Road and the parting glass. Yeah, but you, if, at a funeral, you want to be doing those a cappella. Like, you truly mm. want to be doing that a cappella. Yeah. I mean, if it's Luke Kelly's funeral, surely mm. not. Surely there's a banjo. There's a tribute of banjos. It's, there's a guard I, I of honour with the banjos. I would say you put the banjo on the coffin and let nobody else besmirch. To be fair, you want yeah. Luke Kelly to be playing, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not like, oh, look, it's Luke Kelly's funeral. Now everyone take out your banjos. <laughs> Fucking hell. What's the, di- what's the difference between a banjo and barbed wire? A barbed Dude. wire's got better definition. Uh, all the banjo players are going to come for your neck. <laughs> it's bad enough when we annoyed the ASMR pros and the, and the pagans. <laughs> we've got the banjo players going. <laughs> we've got the banjo players union on our case. Listen, my dad's a bass player, so I've absolutely nowhere to hide. <laughs> and... Uh, and I, I, I just can't, I just can't play any instruments. Useless. Right. No, I never learned anything. Useless. Not even the tin whistle or the recorder, which I kind of feel robbed of. Mm. I didn't even learn down by the Sally Gardens on the I recorder. Learned, I can still play Breach the Lawn de Grime and a Bridge is Full of Stitches on the tin whistle, but that's it. That's the extent of, and I can still play Everybody Hurts by R.E.M. on the guitar. But I mean, you I thought you were going to say the recorder. No, <laughs> the recorder. I would love no. that. <laughs> <laughs> the recorder's a hideous instrument yeah but uh, like at two o'clock in the morning at a, a lock-in you know if if you were handed a tin whistle feasibly you could pull something out of it I could pull know? one tune exactly one maybe two maybe I could throw the I could probably slip straight into the Kerry Polka there you go you're, now. You're, you're going like bridges full of stitches British along the ground is like um, A, B, C, A, B, A, C, A, A, B, C, A, D, A, F and then you could slide into the Kerry Polka, which is like F A B A F A B A da 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 da. See? Yeah. 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 The only way I remember these is by actually saying the notes out loud, which is difficult to do with the whistle in your gob. Before we launch into it, a fr- friend of mine, friend of mine is a um, is a, is a, a competent uh, whistle player. And we were out for a few drinks one night. We were down in the local Irish cultural club here in Clondalkin. A few scoops and there was a bit of singing and uh, uh, I was I just finished singing a song and a, a, an older man approached my friend and he said, D- do you play? He says, yeah, I, I don't have it with me, but I, I play the tin whistle. He says, ah, the tin whistle's a great man. The tin whistle's a great man because you can bring it down to the pub, you can keep it in your pocket. And if a session breaks out, you have your tin whistle. And if a session doesn't, nobody knows that you brought an <laughs> instrument. You don't look like an Aegis. And if mm. you play and you play well, you can just put your tin whistle back in your pocket and head out to rapturous applause. And if you play and you play badly and they tell you where to stick your tin whistle, you've been, you can be glad you didn't bring your accordion. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Absolutely. Uh, uh, Is that how we end this podcast? We just go yeah. pother for a song. What? Pother yeah. for a song. <laughs> Arise, the song. <laughs> it would be, it would be the parting glass and it'd have to be the parting glass. Yeah. <laughs> but the, um, I once went in Park Pierce's school, St. Andrews, North Farnham, a parent, or school any even, should I say, um, a parent said that my, my boy is good for nothing but playing the tin whistle. What should we do? He said, buy him a tin whistle. Ah, <laughs> and give nice. him a gun. Buy, said, give him a gun and send him <laughs> down the post office. Yeah. <laughs> 
one of many episodes we're not going to do now. It's very sad to think, yes, we're now not going to do our episode on, on, on Piersach. Never going to happen. Yeah. We're not going to do our live musical episode either. Do you know that we were going to do like all yeah. of the sitcoms do or Grey's Anatomy? Didn't they do a musical episode once? Did I, I, did want, I did want to do you know, a, a, a legitimate theatre style live performance. What's oh, this? I, I was What's fucking this? joking. What? What's this? What's this? <laughs> They've made Emer download a porno. <laughs> going to read it live. <laughs> oh no, I'm from Headstuff and I'd say you are forbidden from releasing this episode. <laughs> what the fuck is a difficult rooster? Oh wow! If only we had to entirely. Can you imagine? <laughs> oh, a missed opportunity if there ever was one. If there ever was one, but now you know there's there's still time. Who knows? We may we may rejoin for a live um a reunion. We, we can't talk about reunion shows yet. We haven't even fucking finished the show yet. <laughs> We're like Westlife. They did a reunion tour fucking five years after the, their farewell tour, and I like an idiot bought farewell tickets for only them to be, come back five years later broke all of them looking for a fucking reunion tour that's when you can expect us when we all we thought we were going places and then we didn't and then we're back oh. looking for cash that's well, us Westlife we'll invested get, heavily in property didn't they yeah we'll they be did. getting into fights and takeaway restaurants in Sligo yeah. sullying our legacies yeah threatening <laughs> I'll wait. be I'll be tweeting Al-Qaeda and ISIS looking for a fist fight a fist fight <laughs> <laughs> come and have a go if you think you're hard enough um <laughs> I can segue this. Don't worry. I have the segue. Do you yeah. want to? Do you want the segue? I thought of it earlier. <laughs> get in there. From difficult roosters to difficult consonants. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do nicely. And yes, this when we opened this podcast all those years ago, we decided to talk about you know the letter V. I decided to get, get stuck in with something that people often talk about about Irish outside the sphere of our normal Irish language dialogue and journalism. And yes, what, what was the deal with the letter V? And then we thought, I initially said, yes, we're going to look at all these letters. But like, there's only so much you can say about B. And there's only, we did an episode on the letter A and we, we kind of run did out we? of that. Was I on that? I you mean, weren't. I my, was I not? Oh, thank God. I don't remember. <laughs> we basically looked at a, a, a with a father, A without a father. And the thing is, there's only yeah. so much like, and we did but we were hoping to get to the other members of what we call the hateful eight. Yeah. These modern letters. And the thing is, whether we like it or not, what? Modern. I mean, they're modern letters. You'll get your chance. I, I saw like a comment out there on Audrey Nichols blog recently. Someone said I was horrified to see the V in Corona Irish and Corona Irish and Votal. And I was like, well, shit. So this, this is the, the thing. I mean, people still, I guess who are maybe, who 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 see themselves as as guardians or as 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 respecting the, the certain traditions in Irish language are surprised to see the letter V or the letter J or the letter K or even X. The, God forbid the dirtiest letter of all. It's an old um, dirty word. So I got I got um, I got vaccinated recently. Yes. Oh, to and jab, vaccine horse and jab, um, and uh, I took a picture, a selfie. With mm. my badge, my suhantish, which which said for me on vaccine, um, the hawk, I got the vaccine for us all, and of course one of the responses was Nimalyamun V. God, I don't like to see the V in the Irish language. It's like, come on, can you not just feel happy for me? Now this person did send another tweet afterwards. Oh, but listen, congratulations and deadly well done, delighted for you. Um, 
But yeah, uh, can you not just be happy for me? I can lick lampposts and kiss strangers and yeah. do all the things that I used to do. Uh, I did neither of those things, <laughs> just, <laughs> just in case. Um, but, you know, yeah, vaccine, but like, it has been there for a long time. We did the V episode already. We did the V episode already, mm-hmm. Patter. We did the V episode already. We're not going to talk about vote oil and vaccine and all of these words that actually have been around in one form or another for a very long time with their Vs. But we're going to talk about the other ones. But I, in in before we move on from V, I would like to make a bold statement, a brave statement. Um, Say it. Say it. And it's, uh, it's you know, I'm going to have the, the iPhone Notes app and I'm going to start the video like sitting on the floor wearing a grey hoodie and it's all like nicely colour balanced and I'm maybe going to start crying in the middle of the apology video. Um, <laughs> but also not apologise, you know, um, and not address, address the situation directly. No, um, I, listen, I haven't listened to the, our first episode in quite a while, um, but I distinctly recall being very anti-V and mm. that was my like, thing for a while and I have changed yeah. my mind wholeheartedly. I have done a complete 180 um, or 360 as the kids on TikTok like to say with a poor <laughs> understanding of geometry. <laughs> That's okay, okay kids, it's fine. <laughs> um, and I don't think there's anything wrong with it at all actually. I think it's fine. I think language changes and I think for quite a while I liked to, to perceive myself as you know, somebody who was very a stickler for grammar. And then I sort of changed that point of view and realized that grammar is just made up nonsense um, and people can understand each other. And whether there's a K in the word or not, where you understood, well, then that's fine. So I would like to change my stance, formally change my stance. Uh, I'm not necessarily pro V or any of those letters. I kind of don't care, to be honest, mm. because that they're is. just words and letters. I get why people might be upset about it, about preserving the language, but also... You know, th- there's Kim, there's people that are dying, like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, this is a Wendy's. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, to quote my one of my favorite drag queens, uh, Katya Zamolochikova, um, if you paraphrase, because I can't remember the quote exactly, if you're not embarrassed by what you're doing last year, you're not making progress. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I maybe not embarrassed by my my point of view, but I, I gre- definitely have progressed. And, you've, you've matured and, yeah, as a person. Yeah, exactly. People yeah. change their views all the yeah. time. And I think that's fine. And I think we should all acknowledge that. Thanks, guys. Subscribe and like. Make sure mm. to tick the bell notification. <laughs> I watch a lot of fucking YouTube. <laughs> my, um, my three-year-old knows the word subscribe. And he can recognise it when he sees it subscribe. written down and read it out. Subscribe. That's lovely. I'm just if he if he I swear to God if he says smash that follow button I'm just. Uh, but does he does he have a Yank like, accent? No, no, he's a, a weird combination of um, Russian, Irish, um, and British English accent and some Scottish. It's, he has a lot of favourite YouTubers, but very few of them are Yanks. A lot of um, talking toys have these awful. Uh, black and tan robot accent so you know press more button and not cook more in the colors oh, red look, I just, and yellow is orange i just it? burned i just burned cork because <laughs> <laughs> sometimes these toys just start talking off their own accord it's like what the f- oh you know, no that's terrifying and, and i'm just there you know gonna be coming downstairs when i get myself like an alka seltzer and paracetamol or something and then i fucking accidentally kick treat myself to an alka seltzer <laughs> When I'm uh, feeling when I'm feeling fancy and I treat myself to a Pharisee. It's it's the bubbles. <laughs> and I fucking kick one of them yokes the the, the, the talking truck and I was like Good morning, Derek. What are you doing? What are you these? <laughs> fucking hell. Toy Why story. you need a paracetamol, mate? <laughs> it's because you're paddy. Oh, 
You look, you look rough, mate. You look rough. <laughs> Fucking hell. And, you know, speaking, yeah, and, and it reminds me of some of the accents you hear on Love Island. And oh, is this a segue, is it? Is it? Yeah. <laughs> are, we gonna, are we taking over from my pot and paper? Are we doing it? Is it happening? Well, we, we, we've done everything. We, we've, we've proven ourselves to be a better sports podcast than me, the sports podcast. Remember that, Caroline, when you and I yeah. were talking about soccer? Sports. And we allowed Patter to join us. Sports teams. Was, I enjoyed that. I was elucidated and edified by that one. <laughs> oh, yeah. On the last episode we did together when we talked about religion out of our arses for for an hour. (laughs) Oh, yes. (laughs) You guys are welcome. Listen, they subscribed. They're here. It's not my fault. (laughs) Very interesting. But yes, the the idea, one of the phenomena in Love Island is that halfway or roughly or a third of the way through the the series, uh, a bunch of either of the participants are sent to a place called Casa Moore and then new new people are brought into the mix with all sorts of crazy combinations. I was thinking this is like a, a bit like the addition to of certain letters to the Irish language. I mean, all right, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay, sure. Fuck Take it, that. Like, Grand. You know, I think <laughs> when you... Pop uh, culture reference. When you, <laughs> when you stick the letter J in and you realise that you've got J sounds in Irish already, then the letter J is only always going to challenge those organic J combina- J sounding combinations like J J Martatu. So you're saying J in the letter J is like Clarice from Love Island. Okay, got it now. I'm on the exactly. ball. I, that's a stretch, but I'll, I'll let you have it because I'm very invested in Love Island at the moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I'm so lost here. I'm just going to let you... Um, oh, because you're you not watching this. Yeah, well, he's making a point that the, the Hateful Eight letters are the people who come into the main villa after Casa Moore. They come back coupled up with people um, right. and then cause destruction. And then sometimes people end up liking them. Sometimes they get booted out. Um, but yes. it's funny there, actually, because I was thinking about when you were saying about Fourmay on vaccine um, and you used the letter V and I said four two on jab. So somehow mm-hmm. I think some of the letters are more acceptable than others. I think J is a little bit more acceptable um, than V or X, of course. But X, come here, X is a made up letter anyway. Come on, to be fair. What fucking language uses it properly? Maybe Spanish? I don't know. Spanish, Spanish. uses it, right? Basque. The Basques yeah. love an old X. Yeah, but like... <laughs> they, they're, they're, they go extra. Like They kind of yeah. have no chill around the letter X. I like, want to see the Scrabble board where X is not marked with like 10 or something, do you know? Like it has <laughs> to be Spanish, yeah, Basque, the Basque version. I mean, or, I don't know. yeah, I have to have your hats off to the Mexicans who include X and just don't pronounce it. <laughs> no, I'm from uh, Oaxaca in Mexico. Tehuataneo in Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. Yeah. It's like yeah. that's, imagine getting that in Scrabble and then some prick goes, it's a proper noun. It's a proper noun. It's a proper noun. You can't put some it in Mexico. Some absolute thundering fucking crack slayer says we're a proper noun. I know. Listen, remind me never to play Scrabble against you. You're just throwing down whatever comes into your fucking massive noodle and just going, no, I don't. What? You want rules? I don't want rules. I just you're want allowed to, to have game. proper nouns though now, aren't you? Didn't they change the rules recently? You can have proper nouns. Yeah. I've not have... played Scrabble in too long. Nor I, no. Oh, you play by the old rules. Well, they've they've updated the rules. It's not the old rules. Those are no longer the rules. <laughs> but there's some people who play, you know, kind of old rule Monopoly and old rule Scrabble. And What's stuff old like rule that. Monopoly? Is it the is it the one where it's actually a, a mockery of capitalism, like the original mm. Monopoly? Or I think I believe. Do you ever that's notice? Do you ever notice how like Monopoly, like this game that is 
it's originally meant to be a mockery of capitalism, but it's gone, it's done a 180, as Dr. McAvoy might say, <laughs> and is you, now yeah. like an orgy of capitalism, but it's completely underpinned by a universal basic income. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you get 200 like, quid every time you pass go. 200 quid every time you pass go. Like it's for doing nothing. For doing mm-hmm. nothing. For rolling a few dice like. As, and as Monopoly goes, and you're only in jail for a bit. As Monopoly yeah. goes, like as board games go, Monopoly's shite. Man. <laughs> My other half loves board games. Board games are very popular in Finland and Monopoly, not a good game actually. Is your, is your other half though, like is he seriously into like nerd board games? As in like, like he will go away like, for a weekend and yeah, to play board games. And then I will not hear of him and himself and his board game nerd friends. Like he's got one that has a computer in it that cost a few hundred euros and I wasn't allowed to play it because I was going to wreck the computer by playing it. Oof, so. That's... Yeah. Is he? Does he play? Is it like Twilight Imperium and Settlers of Catan? Oh, Settlers of Catan is like the entry level board game. Oh, that Sorry. is an entry level yeah, board yeah. game. No, yeah, no, yeah. it's. I don't listen. I don't listen. I I need an escape from the board game discussion. Okay, okay. I this was a <laughs> so, safe space. <laughs> so the the letter J traditionally Irish. A lot of words like that would have come in with a J in them would have an I in Irish. And I'm thinking, obviously, but this is this is also something that's parallel with with Latin. I'm talking about thinking of Jesus here or my pal, you know. Just a carpenter. Isa, yeah. What a, what Isa, a man. Isa yeah. Christ, yeah. yeah. Isa, and that, that, that's more or less similar to how it is in Latin and Irish kind of. Yeah, um, Irish and Latin both had a similar kind of suspicion of the letter J. But then I suppose, and I've, I, we, we inevitably we're going to come back to Devaldra a bit. I was, I was astonished to see how little controversy there was in the Irish newspapers in the 50s at the time when Devaldra's dictionary actually came out. There were no people threatening to shoot him for putting in the letter V's and J's in or anything like that. Because that stuff had already happened. It was all people who were reading Irish language articles in newspapers and or Irish language publications were already seeing V's and J's. The occasional X. But basically, jive. When did it come out? When did it, when would you say the 50s? Yeah, because it was the 50s. People were, you know, bigger, again, Kim, there's people that are dying. Like, you know, they yeah. were trying not to They're die. off their face on disco biscuits. Yeah, were they? I don't know. They were going <laughs> against each other. The teenagers were doing the rock and roll. And they were society basically panicking a, about that. Yeah. yeah, the society was in a serious state of moral decay. They were on the precipice of nuclear war. Yeah. Um, Jane Mansfield came to Kerry. Everyone Jane, lost their shit. Jane Mansfield, yeah, everyone absolutely went bananas. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, yeah, nobody gave a shite that the dictionary was just representing what people were actually saying at the time. But funnily enough, Dewaldraha was the first Irish language dictionary to include these fighting letters. Mm. But, I mean, some of the terminology was around even when Dineen was writing his. Mm. Yes. And he eschewed a few of these. Well... Shown oh, them. So we're looking. So the the X ray, I believe, was invented in eighteen ninety five. Uh, in Germany, you know, a, it now? a country with, with with a country with many uh, many fine Jesuit colleges and universities. Oh, we're we're actually going down this one. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> go for it. Either way, when um, Denis put out the first and second editions of his dictionary, he was well aware that X rays existed. You don't know he was well aware. Sorry, where uh, reference, yeah. please cite your sources. Like citation needed. <laughs> okay. You don't know that. Maybe having, he wasn't aware. Having communed with his spirit, I can categorically <laughs> say. <laughs> 
You Honestly. don't know. You're speculating, Daddy. But listen, this is the podcast of speculation. Words, Irish. Irish words and a load of fucking speculation. Speculation, okay. yeah. So, I mean, x-rays, you know, it was, it, they were a big deal when they turned up and like... Were they? Yeah, a big deal. Many applications. <laughs> <laughs> they were such a big deal. I'm just reading about them now. Yeah, oh. yeah. Oh, lads, how have we gotten to this many fucking episodes? How do people listen to? Listen, x-rays are a big deal, but the most important thing is whether or not the thing is the X in x-ray refers to the mathematical unknown as opposed to being short for Xavier or Javier or... So what's unknown? Sorry, though, not to... I don't know. X is an X marks a spot. X is the algebraic unknown. Yeah, no, I get that. I get that bit. But what's the unknown in the x-ray? Is it what's going to be inside? Yeah. Oh, okay. so if I'm yeah, X-ray yeah. in your leg, it's the the amount of unbroken the amount of broken bones. Yeah. So, known, so yeah. it was it was discovered by a German fella called Röntgen, um, Wilhelm Conrad Röntgen, and uh, you know in a lot of languages, um, X radiation um, or X-rays are known as Röntgen rays or Röntgen radiation, yeah. but he called it X radiation because he had just discovered this unknown type of radiation. So he just named it just, I'll just, uh, hang on, I'll just call it X radiation. For now, These yeah, are X rays for now. And it's stuck there. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm Derek may be right. And it pains me to say this. <laughs> As if. It pains me to say this because I'm going to the Irish Times in 1996, Mary Mulvihill writing in an Irishman's diary, um, the first medical X ray, et cetera, et cetera, Röntgen. Um, you know, he was asked what he thought when he first saw the possibilities of x-rays. And he says, I did not think I investigated. Others saw all kinds of possibilities in the new rays, not all of them good. People were worried that maids would be able to see into bedrooms what their masters and and mistresses were getting up to. Um, But, and here's the crucial bit, the medical potential was very quickly spotted. The first ever clinical radiograph, x-ray, of a needle that was lodged in a dancer's foot Uh, was taken in January 1896. And the first Irish diagnostic radiograph was taken the following month by Dr. Cecil Shaw in Belfast. So we were early early adopters of the X-ray, would you believe? This doesn't tell me that Deneen knew about an X-ray. He could have though. That's the See, worst but he thing. He could have, he could have, fucking, he could have not known at the same time. That's the bullshit. I know. Just the worrying thing is that we have to admit that there's a slim possibility that Derek. Is right. Yeah, okay, fine. But also, if you know that he's wrong, please contact us. <laughs> we'll be around for that. Yeah, before it's too late. Before yeah. it's too late. Get on to us. And and uh, don't email motherfucklore at headstuff.org because Derek gets to see those. Yeah, so, I mean, exactly. Reach out in private. To, <laughs> to either of us. We want to know. We want to be the ones to present it with you. 1-800-DEREK-WAS-WRONG. <laughs> <laughs> All capitals. Um, yeah, I don't, I mean, I just... To be honest with you, right, there were, there were, so X is a bit weird because it doesn't really naturally exist in English or, or a lot of languages. It's yeah. just not, it's not, it's not there. It's an algebraic thing. Um, J is nothing but an I with notions. Wasn't yeah. it Latin? Yeah, any, any of the languages that I know apart from it's English like that use it, I. they use yeah. it with that. Yeah, the, the. I mean, Swedish use it with a the hard eyes, a yog. It's a yeah, J-H-P. it's like a Y. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I mean, like J J was was in J was legit. There's no problem. The one that was absent and O'Donnell didn't put it in his dictionary was K. 
K is like the outlier of these. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah. In fairness, in Irish, a C is always hard. Not always. C without, you know, if it doesn't have a shape, like yeah. But yeah, but even then, it doesn't become an S sound. Yeah, it's a phoneme that we didn't really need or have. And this brings me to one of my least favorite words, which is karma, and is in the is in the folklore as karma with a K. But it's a, a loan word, it's really. It's, it's, a, yeah, it's a loan word. Yeah. And in some ways, it's good to signify that it's not really, you know, yeah. it's not really part of the club. So if, if, if the K can serve that purpose, then may it. Yeah, I think there's, there's, yeah, I mean, again, I don't, I don't care. <laughs> I'm a really bad person <laughs> on this podcast because I'm like, I don't care. But I, yeah, I get that out of necessity, like whatever about... Like I was saying earlier, like jab, like a word that begins with a J sound. It's hard to make that out of nowhere from, you know, without needing, um, you know, a lenition or whatever. It's actually quite difficult to do that in Irish just on its own. So I get that there's a purpose for that. But K, I guess, maybe not. But then if you, what happens if it was a C word and then you had to put a shavy on it? Then it changes entirely. Like, you, if I guess if the K is there at the start of karma... And then you yeah. have to muk karma, muk karma, muk karma. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. you can still say karma. Druk karma. Druk. Yeah. Well, no. Yeah. Oh, that's really because right. So if karma started with a C, mm-hmm. it wouldn't be druk karma. It would be druk karma because you don't shave the two consonants back to back when they're the same yeah. consonant. Okay. So, for example, it's not druk chest. Yeah, yeah. It's druk. Because you don't, you, you wouldn't put a shave on the second subsequent consonant when it's the exact same one. So, yeah, so I don't know what the fuck it would be with a K. Karma, <laughs> I don't know. So, I mean, would you put an Uru on it? Like, would you say, Tama e Garachi? Tama e Gansas? Gansas, yeah, yeah. Gansas is right. I don't know why I know that's right. But here's this is the other That's what Dorothy, that's what Dorothy said. Gansas Ila. But this is, listen, this is the thing, right? This is the, and I think people, people, I'm going to make a bold statement again. People are really horny for the dictionary. Like, (laughs) like, so horny for the dictionary. Like, it's not in the dictionary. Like, do you know how long it takes to write a fucking dictionary? Like, do you know how long it takes for, for a dictionary to get put together and how much, like, how boring it is to do that? Like, a dictionary is a snapshot in time, very often of something that is no, like, I, I mean, at the end of every year when they announce the new words that were added to the dictionary, very often they're words that the slang that is no longer in circulation or that like has been in circulation for a long, long time because... Yeah, nothing's lit anymore. Yeah, like and that that might, I don't know when it was added or if it was added or what the story is, but like dictionaries are, they're, they catalogue words, but they don't, they're not the be all and end all of words and they're not the be all and end all of, like it might but not be Igansus with a G, but it sounds right to the three of us and we all know that we're talking about in Kansas. So therefore, it's communicable and, and correct. So I think, as I said, people are very, very horny for the dictionary sometimes because we're like, it's not in the dictionary, therefore it's not a word. Yeah, but did you understand it? Well, then, I mean, you calm down, you know, to be very Joe Duffy when they were talking about normal people. Well, then, Mary, well, then. <laughs> what would you see in a porno? I don't know. Well, then. <laughs> Speaking of slang, that's that's kind of gone out that's no longer used and there's um really? <laughs> has an entry in his dictionary for telegraphies you know that the the, the 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 lingo used in telegraphs 
tele- what's a telegraphy? As in a person well, who delivers telegrams them? and shit like that. Well, telegraphies, like yeah. the language used. It's like text speak. Yeah. Oh, like Which legalese, but telegraphies. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. It used to be that, like, say, when, when Ernest Hemingway is sending an article back to the Chicago's um, Sun Tribune, he's, he's, he's to send a, tele- a telegram with like 18 words and they get a 200 word article out of that. Because they knew what his shorthands were. Oh, the shorthand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. People yeah. love shorthand, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like even text speak is, is really gone out the door. Yeah, because now. you don't yeah. have a limit on it. Like you don't yeah. have to, you know. Yeah. And also yeah. like the, you've got predictive text and a full keyboard in front of you now. Yeah. It was different when you would put in you instead of Y-O-U because it requires only two pushes of the eight yeah. button <laughs> instead of <laughs> up to nine pushes to get three. Le- no way, I'm not doing that. Oh. I mean, we, we, you know, we should all, we should have, like, be, those of us who had who, who grew up you know, with, the, with the 3210s and stuff like that, you know, we didn't get enough respect for the amount of game work we put into our game. But do you remember when T9 came along and this was, this is game oh, changing. Yeah. T9 oh, came along and it changed the fucking game. Mind-blowing. Mind-blowing. Yeah. Fad Camp is a comedy podcast about the ridiculousness of fad diets and diet culture, hosted by me, Grace Mulvey. And me, Connor Dowling. If you have a body of any kind, chances are you've crossed paths with at least one of the bizarre diet trends we cover in our show. And between me and Connor, we have done nearly every fad diet there is. Juice cleansing. Fasting. The potato diet. Which is actually a real diet, by the way, and we don't recommend it. So join us as we try to make sense of the madness that is diet culture. Find Fad Camp everywhere you get your podcasts and make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Fad Camp Podcast. Do you remember when we found out we were being charged extra for sending text messages in Irish? Like the second you lobbed, that the no. second you lobbed a fada in, it counted as like it shortened your your you total number joking. of characters. Are you I'm fucking not, joking? Me. I was not aware of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Fucking, oh, I fucking find it. Hang on, that I bought happens. the Samsung Taco when that came out <laughs> I, purely because it had the Irish script on it. Do you remember the Samsung Taco? It was I like do. oh, I remember Jez Bishop well, didn't for it. Well, phone had one, yeah. <laughs> It was uh, it was very funny because that yeah that, that this idea of a special character people were fucking furious because they didn't have the, the same mobile phone super, uh, multinational companies weren't doing this to French people they were just picking on the gale yeah I, Nokia is a, a Finnish company I need to have a row after this I need to go outside and have a fucking row with the man in the kitchen about this as though he's responsible mm. for it in fairness then, Nokia, you gotta like Nokia were like world dominant until suddenly yeah. one day they were just suddenly they dropped a birthday cake on the floor and that was it <laughs> it's like poor old Skype when uh, when the pandemic came along you had like 13 years of a head start lads what happened mm. people even say I'm Skyping and I'm absolutely not I'm using FaceTime or Zoom you know Teams even it's it's comical how badly Skype just blew their lead. I mean, yeah. absolute absolute Washington General stuff. Yeah, <laughs> but the Washington Generals were never winning. They've never. They've only. They were winning at halftime against the Globetrotters. They're always winning at halftime. Always winning. That's, the thing. that's that's basically it. Um, but they, like. Yeah, it's, like it's never. Is it ever the early adopters that are like? Are, like, are people still going around driving Daimlers? The second mouse gets the cheese. Exactly. They are, because the first one gets dead. Yeah. French and chap. Um, yeah, so 2012 was when we found out we were being charged extra for texting Oscar Elge. I, well, 2021 oh, is when it, it, I found out right now. It's when I found out. Surely it was earlier than that, Pat. I don't know. I'm just reading the Irish Times article for it now. Well, the Irish Times are hardly fucking quick first off the draw on this one. Uh, listen, right... It's very difficult to come across. Sorry, I love archives. how you're pulling you're pulling 
like rules about Deneen out of your hole and now you're criticising the Irish Times. You're like, Deneen was very well up on x-rays and now you're like, how dare the Irish Times? All I'm saying is as a mathematician and a, and a teacher in a, in a school where which was, was which is pushing people into the medical profession, he would have been up on. Oh, oh come on. That is weak sauce. That is a very... Very, very weak premise. Ob- objection, Your Honor. Objection. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought we moved on to you. I thought we moved on to the next. We have, six, we have leather K. We moved on. We were talking about K. So K. Sorry. Do you know what I? What I love about what I love about the limited smatterings of K's in the Irish language is how completely fucking inconsistent it is. <laughs> that, um, like, for example, karate is karate. K a r a t. Just just as it would be in the anglicised version of karate, the uh, the the Japanese word, but Kashmir on on Kashmir is C H A I S M I Father I R. Kathmandu has a K. Okay. It's Kathmandu Oskaiga because it's a foreign word, but Kazakhstan is on Kazakhstan. C H again, you know, Prevkahart na Kazakhstania, Kedjeri. The um, the Anglo-Indian porridge. Yes, it's it's eggs and rice and stuff, isn't it? I think it's fish as well. Yeah, eggs, rice, smoked smoked fish, eggs, rice, and and, and smoked fish Mm. for breakfast. Um, That's kitchery, C I T. uh, Sorry, and uh, (laughs) kebab can be either. It can be either kebab K E B A B, or it can be C E I B E A B. Um, And I didn't even realize that. to kebab is a verb, but askwelge is fed let the kebab al. What's to kebab? It's to put something on a skewer. Oh, <laughs> right, kebab in it. Okay, yeah. So we'll do, we'll do, yeah, we'll do a kebab al, tama mon kebab al, if we don't have a hurry. We'll do kebab al, tama kebab al. I feel like a lot of those ones are, there is a, a small group of people in Connemara responsible for that. Because every time I hear that, I'm like, there's some old fellas in, in, in Connemara who randomly ended up in Kathmandu. Oh, if you see Kathmandu, yeah. You get Mandu. And that's how, I've just searched for kimchi, which is one of my favourite things to eat and doesn't oh, yeah. appear in, um, but what? I guess kimchi is kimchi. Is it in Terma? Right? I actually haven't checked term. I checked uh, folklore and I checked kangaroo as well. That's with a uh, C and a U, father. Um, so it's koala. Koala, as, as yeah. As a C and as, as famously two, two, two fathers, fathers in a row, yeah, yeah. yeah. I cannot believe kimchi is not anywhere in the Bunacher summary Well, listen, all. I'll give them an L email. I won't. Oh, <laughs> I'll check yeah. the 1959 we'll, dictionary. We'll see all the... We'll the 1959 t- dictionary doesn't have kimchi. It I'm doesn't shocked. have kimchi, no. Because there's no, a, lot, a, lot of, a lot of Irish priests used to go over to Korea to teach English. Oh, for fuck's sake. They obviously didn't bring back kimchi. They you talking about didn't. your hole again, is it? <laughs> kimchi is very good for you. Yeah, it's, it is, yeah. It's fermented. A lot of fermented cabbage. Yeah, so what's the what's the Polish one that's good for you as well? Sauerkraut. Sauerkraut, well, yeah. German, Polish, yeah, it's yeah. lovely. It is, it's all lovely. It's delicious. Yeah. There's Everything a nice, there's is a nice Korean restaurant up the road that's called Kimchi from me, and it has it gives you whatever you order. It gives you almost too much, which I like. Do you know what they give there's you? Loads in, um, of food. There's one on Parnell Street as well called Kimchi, and it's built onto um, the Shakespeare, an old Dublin pub. Mm-hmm. So like half the building is this old traditional Dublin pub that hasn't changed much in hundred years, and the other half of it is a savage Korean restaurant. Oh yeah. 
And, and like there's a door between the two of them. Pines so you wander kimchi. in with your Love no, that. Pint, of, pint, pint of Bavaria, because it is like it's on the north side. It's proper scaldy. Yeah. Um, pints of Bavaria and uh, a little bit of, you know, Yasai tempura, oh, Japanese yeah. food. across the way then. Bibimbap, oh, On yeah. the way home. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love Big bulldog. Bulldog. Yeah. Just give me a, a bulldoggy. A bibimbap. A bibimbap. A bibimbap. Pasha savibimbap. Or if you're in Connemara, samibimbap. Yeah, K is the weird one because K is the one that O'Donnell didn't, didn't put see. into the Fuchlor Gael Gaberla in 1977. So, how about the rest of them? How about Q? Yeah, there'd be uh, like. Uh, What's that Q word in Irish? I'm trying, struggling to think of one. Well, the Q on <laughs> Quinine. Quinine? Is that not a C? No, quinine as in quinine. Um, Oh, the, okay. Uh, yeah, right. Not not cunning. Yeah, not that's the, what I thought uh, you were saying. Sorry. No, there are ascent, There are two, officially three, but I mean, Q is in it as itself. Yeah. Like if you wanted to say there's a lot of letter Qs around this place, we have that in Irish. To umrk a Q on the. Yeah, seems. But yeah, quinine or quinine. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Derek, you I, seem to know, know a lot about the medical doctor. profession. Did you want a doctor, was it? Because I know real, one, it's me. I want a real <laughs> doctor, <laughs> a medical doctor. And Derek, yeah. as, I don't know, I'm trying to think of a weak segue. My brother's Derek a doctor. Style. <laughs> That's Derek as a brother who's a doctor. Dr. McAvoy, would you say quinine or quinine? Well, from the doctor's perspective, I'd say I've never heard that word before. So. It's, uh, it, it goes into the tonic in your gin yes, and tonic. It's, this is the thing. It, it, it's basically the gin and tonic was inv- invented as a way to get drunken British officers to actually take their malaria medicine. Yeah. So yeah. They'd, they'd make a tonic which had quinine, which is malaria medicine in it. They'd mix it with some gin and a little bit of sugar and a, a slice of lemon. And they give it to them and it gave them the vim and vigor they needed for another day's empire building. I hate are. that phrase. I hate that. I hate it so With much. Vim and vigor? Yeah, that phrase "vim and vigor" has told me that the famine was caused by bad husbandry. That's what that phrase has done for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you paddy, you say some more fish. It's fucking delicious, mate. So um, there's not a lot of whys either. We're very, very short on. Mm-hmm. on but again, these whys. are the ones, right? These are all the letters. What, in fairness to Irish as a language, these are all the letters that have the 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 high scores on Scrabble. You know, because they're not that useful. I mean, at the end of a, a word in English, Y is obviously very useful. But at the very start, useful. very useful. You know, now you couldn't say scaldy hmm. without a Y. You could say it in Irish yeah. though, with my father. With my father, exactly. Scaldy, scaldy, yeah. tashi, tashi, fear scaldy. Who's our north side? Other fear scaldy altogether. Yeah. So for that sound, it's not necessary because we have that already in the 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 I father or I father, I father yeah. depending on. But. Interestingly enough, when, when O'Donnell was uh, putting together his Fuckler Gaelga Berle, um, we needed a term for Y chromosome, which right, became course, Y yeah. chromosome. And then one of my favourite entry, entries in the entire dictionary is um, <laughs> Y crook, something which is Y shaped. 
because how the fuck yeah. else are you supposed to describe okay. it? <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> like, what do you what are you supposed to do? Pretend that the letter doesn't exist? It's yeah. like, why Crowhook? It's like, I don't know her. Is this just <laughs> to get that... Is this just to make that joke about someone's ma being buried in a white ship coffin? Is that what it is? Oh, oh. Is that what it is? Is that why they put the whole oh. thing no, in the No, it's like, it, there's a Y in the road, Derek. Oh, there's a Y. Yeah. There's a T in the road, but it's a bit bent. Like, yeah. that's what you'd have to say otherwise. <laughs> Two roads diverged in a yellow wood. I guess feed their sock Y crook. <laughs> a bit like your mum's coffin. <laughs> oh, my God. Stop. That's awful. Slut shaming dead mothers. This was oh. every fucking day in school. I was just going to say that jokes. has the bang of like, of like boys school because I've yeah. never heard that before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I've, I've, I've there's, there's actually a bit in Seamus, Seamus O'Reilly's book when he talks about how uh, people would accidentally make your mad jokes to him not realizing his, his mad passed away and they'd be going, oh, it's, no, you know, it's, your mad in a, your mad joke is a literary figure who doesn't actually really exist. Of course, someone's mad doesn't have a postcode and of course you know and so forth and all the various things it's you're trying to think of your mad jokes and not one of them is tasteful enough to go on this delightful podcast yeah. <laughs> this is thinking right but there. this is my, my point is yes your mad jokes are in, inherently juvenile and and, and and you, you couldn't have a tasteful your mad joke what your mad cooking is so good you know i'll be there this sunday like it's not gonna work <laughs> <laughs> please remind your mad that i'm gluten intolerant <laughs> <laughs> um I I remember I made a your dad joke once on Twitter and I, like I just uh, some journalist was talking about some gobshite having a bad reaction to something and I quote tweeted it with something like I see your dad's taking the divorce well or something like that <laughs> mm-hmm. and I got a phone call from said journalist said award winning journalist um, whom I greatly respect and think is a very good journalist just ringing me up going hey what was that you're saying about my dad? I was like, no, Aegis, not not your actual dad. The internet's your dad. dad. The mm. internet's dad. Your 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 you know metaphysical dad. Your dad our, has, is on the Wi-Fi again. Do you know, yeah. <laughs> your dad's <laughs> your dad's off the wagon, lads. <laughs> um, and and he was he was he was embarrassed, and uh, and we had a laugh. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, if only. Yeah. Many Twitter disagreements can end with, with you know, a laugh and a phone call. A and phone a call? No, that's aggressive. Sorry, I don't want anyone no. phone calling me ever. I am too, <laughs> I'm of the generation that I don't want my phone to ring ever. I think it's, it's better, it's better than, it's better than just taking the wrong end of the stick and starting a Twitter spat. But I will, I will draw the line at voicemails. Don't ever don't leave a voicemail for anyone. Voicemail. I think we, I think we've all evolved beyond needing Need voicemail. voicemail. It's yeah. just... I mean, like... But also, don't send me voice notes on WhatsApp either. Don't. Like, just... Yeah, you it. can send them to me, but I will not play them. <laughs> <laughs> this is the closest I'll ever get to being on a radio play. you got to let me do my voice note. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's about a, Love Island, I will send my friends the next day a 10-minute voice note about Love Island. I have, a, I have a friend. I have a friend who has a propensity towards the longer end of the voice note spectrum. Like his voice notes are so fucking long. I'm expecting an ad for <laughs> all the other podcasts on the Head Stuff Network. <laughs> Don't you hate going to the like, post office? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the Mesville Hotel. The Mesville Hotel. <laughs> I swear to God, I'm expecting him to go. I'm going to interrupt this voice message now to talk about Squarespace. Have you ever wanted to build a website? <laughs> Once a week, we'll send you a box of ingredients, uh, <laughs> and you can cook I'd, them yourself. Uh, I'd be fucking like dying to get that. Um, what's that? What are they called? Um, the, the apron people yeah I'm dying to I'm dying to do that but it seems very expensive uh, do they work in Ireland 
I don't know. I don't know either. All of these know. things seem very American. <clears throat> I don't like the amount of packaging that's involved as well. Like Some of them can be down. carbon neutral, but I'm not sure if they're in, in Ireland either. I don't know. No. Well, I think maybe carbon neutral might be a... It's like, uh, instead of giving the, the food subscription people a serious amount of money every week and they send you exactly one portion of rice four times, buy a bag of fucking rice and learn how to cook. Like, just... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm going to say something brave again. Oh. actually, about rice, I can't cook rice properly. I just can't get it to work. Get a rice I need cooker. a rice I'll cooker. You, I know. No, don't get a rice cooker. I'll send you. I'll send you my foolproof guide for cooking rice. Oh, well, how is it now? Is it sticky or is it like fluffy? How do you like it? I like it both ways, but I can't do Ooh. either. <laughs> just adjust the time. Um, but yeah, it's. Um, I'll send you my. I'll send you my foolproof guide for for cooking rice. I'm also open to other people sending me. Rice mm. recipes. If you want okay. to do that, I, no, please. I cook it. I cook it by the induction method. I just have a way that if you stick to it. So basically, what you do is you boil the shit out of the rice. First of all, you you have to rinse the rice. You wash yeah. the rice first. That's really important. Yeah, get the starch. Get out the of starchiness it. out of it. Yeah, exactly. And then you boil the shit out of it, stir it exactly once, and fucking leave it, and let it soak so up all you, of that water. Yeah. Do you boil it until the water's gone? Yeah. My other half. No, no, no. Well, you don't boil it until the water's gone. You just reduce the heat and let it cook away in the pot, but don't stir it again until the time is right and it's ready. Okay. And then, and then it's it's done. It's perfect. And sure, look, you might fuck up along the way and leave a bit of rice stuck to the bottom of the pot, but what harm? Just clean the pot. Like, yeah, I've got fucking... one of those non-stick pots. I'll be gold, <gasps> Grant. Yeah. Golden. Okay. Thanks. Golden. Thanks. This has been a, a cooking podcast. Thank you very much for. Yeah. Whatever those things are called for sponsoring this portion of the podcast. <laughs> so Kay and Jay and Q. And Jay. Yeah, Q. so basically there's really only... Not a lot of Qs There's there. only two words which seem related to each other for under the Q category. And there's an entry for the letter Q itself. Yeah. We can do without it. Why, as we've mentioned... What do you mean we could do without it? We just... It's there. It's been there since the 70s. It's been there since 1977. Derek, if you are going to have a dictionary fetish, have a dictionary fetish properly and respect the three Q words that are there. He's got no response to that I've now. I've got you there, haven't I? I've got you there. I think if you ask someone to name a word beginning with letter Y, they'll almost certainly say a, a colour. Yeah. Colour yellow. I would Yamaha. Say, no, I that's would a brand. Y- yips. You know, like when a golfer gets the yips. Oh, yeah. The pitcher gets the yips. No. It's when you can't do the simple things right because you're freaked out because you're under pressure. Yeah. 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 Like when you're doing your driving test. There's a brilliant brilliant baseball player called John Lester who used to play for the Red Sox and then he went and he played for the Chicago Cubs and he played for a few other teams as well. And this guy was one of the best people in the world at throwing the ball at a tiny target 90 feet away. But when it was his job to just throw the ball to another lad standing 30 feet away, he couldn't do it. He got the yips. He'd fuck it into the stands. Like, so, uh, yeah, because he had the yips. So the yips, I'd say yip. Yamaha has a proper noun. Oh, no, that is allowed. Yuppie. Is that allowed? That's, that's it. <laughs> no one says yuppie anymore, do Yeah, they? they do. My dad says it all Your dad says it. <laughs> that's a dad thing, yeah. yeah your, no, da, I, your dad says yuppie. <laughs> I, think the, I, I think the word yuppie is very much like kind of, it's, it's, it's a, that's a paleo word. It's, it's, it's belongs to the 80s and the early 90s. It belongs to the, I, I, I think if someone was saying yuppie now, they're referring to someone from that time, the same way we'd refer to a, a, a teddy boy as being you know, someone in the 50s and like that. Really? 
Right, listen, in the meantime, I'm three minutes uh, into Love Island, okay, guys? So we got to wrap <laughs> this shit up, okay? Okay, okay. So Zed. Zed. There are Zed words, and a lot of them have to do with zoology. Zoo, zebra, zebra. Yeah. With a Z. Zebra is a shebra. It's, a, it's an S. Shebra, okay, yeah. But um, all the stuff, like there's zooliacht, or zooliacht, yeah. zoophyte, zooplankton, zoospore, zoosporagon, all of these technical terms. But funnily enough, zoo and zooliacht, so zoo and zoology, but zoo, Zed, you father, is the... The zoo, or as we call it in Dublin, the zoo. <laughs> um, and this is the thing, because we also call it the guard, guardian anvaha. Guardian anvaha, yeah, that's nice Yeah, but nice that was a bit, that's a bit puritanical, isn't it? Guardian. I mean, they it's call nice. It guardian anvaha. They call Gilded. it that in Swedish. There's in German as well. Is, Tiergarten is, yeah. in German. Yeah. A, I don't yeah. know, actually know if it's zoo, but I know there's a place in, in, in Stockholm called Jurgården. <laughs> it's like a nice little spot but um what's uh, yeah. what's zoo in french no uh, idea le zoo le zoo Pabli. le palais d'animaux <laughs> des animaux des uh, animaux surely oh, yeah. parc animal par, oh, parc of animals parc yeah. animal or jardin zoologique Mm-hmm. Zoological gardens, yeah, that's, so that's like gardens. a stop on on one of the buses. That's for tourists. The zoological gardens. The zoological gardens is a great song. It we is. were talking about songs earlier. Have yeah. you ever heard that one, Brendan Bean? The song. No. The zoological. Well, it's a, you home and I'll sing it. No, I won't sing it. I don't know the words. <laughs> it's a cracking tune. And is is that the um, yeah? There's um, there's a number. There's also songs about the botanical gardens as well, isn't there? Is there? I think there Don't may have been, one. but the fact is, the the the, the calling it by the, its, its entire name it adds an element of humor to it. I think those the zoological gardens, because I think in a Dublin accent, when you say any multisyllabic word, yeah, and especially when you do it in that old Dublin style of over pronouncing the fuck out yeah. of everything, botanical gardens does, in botanical a Cabra gardens. accent, yeah, my mm-hmm. soul is happy. <laughs> Yeah, it's just, it's lovely. It's it's heartwarming. So Brendan Bean used to sing a lovely song about the zoological gardens and how he would take his mat up to the zoological gardens. For the shift or the right. Oh, well, now, <laughs> hang on now. Yeah. Hold on it's now. a shift in the zoo and it's, it's a ride in the bots. The botanical Jesus. gardens. Yeah, there's more space there, I suppose. Yeah. Botanical gardens are lovely. <laughs> you right? you nice don't do a penguin looking at you. <laughs> Unless you're into that kind of thing. Okay. And that right. right. So listen, if we can just sum up and say that like just like Garadine's opinions about languages, languages evolve. And like I swear to God, if one of you <laughs> sends me another tweet about how you don't like the V in my vaccine badge, it's like what else what else would you like us to call it? Like, you know. Oh, I don't on. know, but I think a better. Again, Kim, there's people that are dying. Like, calm yeah. down, yeah? There's, there's, <laughs> I mean, literally. There's, this is, you got to relax, yeah? Like, just, yeah. you'll be all right. Have a yeah. seven have up a, and sit have down. Have a Twix, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, and it's, it's nearly 50 fucking years yeah. that, like, V and X and every all it's of them except for K years. have been it's 1959 so yeah it's, it's like 62 oh, 77 O'Donnell's dictionary okay. was the the into into Berla anyway it's a long it's a long time that these letters yeah. have been sitting there if you're going to be language. horny for the dictionary be horny for the dictionary do you know like that's yeah, be that horny period, for all the, the dictionary yeah, yeah the period of time 
of the current dictionary that includes Q and Y and all of that to now is longer than the period of time from the independence of the state to the introduction of these so-called foreign letters. So, like, we've had them for longer than we haven't. So, sh- shut up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think that's... I don't have anything more to add to that. I have nothing to add to that. <laughs> so, well, on that cheerful note, I want to thank my, my <laughs> co-contributors. Burning a lot of fucking bridges in these last few episodes, it's I think. Like, fuck this shit about. <laughs> All of these. Like we realise t- that a lot of you listeners have some strong opinions, and we're about to tell you you're fucking wrong. <laughs> I would like to thank Doctor McFoy and yes, Mayor Pete no problem. for thank joining you, yeah. for uh, joining me in this oh, enlightenment. Mayor Pete. Mary Pete, really? how many really? languages do you speak, Mary Pete? You fucking Charlotte, and not you, the other guy. <laughs> I, no, I can, I can actually speak yeah. several languages. <laughs> I'm about to go to South Bend, Indiana. I do nothing because I'm a nice boy. Yeah. You know, fair fair play to everyone. The important thing is, thank you all for joining us this week. And yeah, so we will be wrapping up at the end of August forever and ever, which is why we're, we're putting our high... What? Ish. 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 Oh, yeah. Don't rule out the comeback tour. Yeah, when we do the comeback saying. tour, when we do the Westlife comeback tour, don't rule yeah. that out. <laughs> we need to raise some money for our divorces. <laughs> but if I let you Listen, go... Listen, this shit up. Oh, I have to okay. go wash Love Island. Okay. Come on, right, Caradine. Caradine, give us the parting glass. Come on. <laughs> so until the next time, it's a slant from me. A slant from me. August slant, Wemshire. Do, 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 Are you wrapping it up? Are you? I don't have to it. Do yeah. that? No, no, I'm just going to stop recording, and yeah. I'll, I'll yeah, just. And Brian can use an, an, another outro. We'll, it's all. It's all the same. Motherfuckers wrapping soon. So um, we want to thank you for your support so far. The back catalogue will still be available for you to continue to enjoy. And thank you to Kirsten Shield for the artwork. Thank you to Brian for producing, and. Slum? Yeah. yeah, pretty much. Catch you guys in the flippity flap. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a production of the Headstuff Podcast Network. God, men are exhausting. Men are fucking exhausting. They've always been exhausting. Oh my God. <laughs>